Welcome to the Speak Her Podcast with your host, Camille Essick, the podcast where innovators and creators connect. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Camille Essick, host of the Speak Her Podcast, the podcast where innovators and creators connect. Tonight's fragrance is Black Butter from my chemistry line. You can get that right now on my website at Chemistry Room Fragrances. And tonight is also being sponsored by Dream Door Nation and Candy's Cocoa Bombs. So if you want those, go to um, the website right now, hit those up, and Gracie Ray Beauty. So I want to thank those sponsors on tonight for this episode of the Speaker Podcast. And with that being said, y'all are like, who is that? Oh my God. So I had to bring him back. Seals the man is here. What's up, Seals? How are you doing? What's going on, C? Big C. <laughs> Big C is what they call you. What? <laughs> I don't know about that. But OG, okay. let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. See, see o- online and offline, we're going to leave that alone, okay? <laughs> but anyway, what's been going on since the last time you were here? Uh, well, since the last time, you know, things haven't changed much with COVID. You know, everybody's still inside. Well, I'm still inside. I'm being responsible. Right. But because I'm inside, I feel like my house allergies has just, like, been kicking my butt. So I've been recovering from that for, like, a week now. But, uh, yeah, that's about it, you know, trying to keep my health in check and, and keep my mental in, in, in perfect state, you know. That's awesome. Oh, and kudos to you. Um, you hit another milestone on YouTube. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Congratulations. So, hi, hey, Jaina. She's here again. Um, She was so ecstatic last week when I announced that you're returning. She was like, yes. Appreciate you. (laughs) JK, appreciate you. So, he's giving everyone nicknames around here. I love nicknames. (laughs) <laughs> I see that. <laughs> so we're going to hop right on in. So, um, well, first of all, those that are not familiar with you and missed you from uh, a couple weeks ago, can you kind of re- reiterate who you are and what you do? Yeah, my name is uh, Seals the Man. I have a, I'm a YouTuber. Uh, my YouTube channel is Seals the Man on YouTube. Basically, what I talk about is understanding, understanding men uh, and more specifically understanding the mind of good men. Uh, when I first started my YouTube channel, I was talking about, you know, understanding men and people were like, oh, but my guy does this. And, but these dudes be out here doing this. And I was like, you know what, let me specify this for things I only know about. Cause I don't know about what these no good dudes do. Let me talk about understanding good men because y'all need to understand that that's most important in today's society. That's what we need more of. And that's what I'm trying to, uh, inspire these days. So, um, that's what I do. Uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube, Instagram. Yeah, I just want to um, create a, a better society with better men. That's my goal. I was raised by kings, and I just want to, uh, I'm trying myself to become the best king I could be, and I just want to inspire those out there who want to become kings as well. So that's my goal. That's my motto. That's what I live by. You know what? I think that's really important because there's so much, what I call chatter on social media, talking about what bad men are. You know, girl, if he's doing this or a guy, if she's doing that X, Y, Z. But I feel like to hear the education of what a good man is, I think if you have that as a template, then those flags will go up because now you have something, something like a, a blueprint 
you know, for a lot of women that didn't grow up with fathers or grandfather or uncle or someone, now you have some type of gauge, you know, a yeah. benchmark. So when you meet and date or whatever, or even the person you're with now, I think it's a good way to go say, okay, I remember he said this. So if it's not lined up with this, then that sliding scale, you know, kind of how to guesstimate where that person is falling. Because the worst thing to do is go off what you think is good and then you're in a bad situation. But I think what you're doing is awesome for the ladies, for the women out here, for us looking out for the queens with that information and educating on what a good man is, what he does, and then using that as the blueprint. So yeah. I think that's dope. Um, no problem. With that being said, that leads into my first question. Since um, a lot of women, just with our community, did not have that male role. How is it for you um, being able to navigate manhood without a blueprint? Uh, it's kind of like when you hear parents say, like, there's no blueprint for being a parent. Like, you just have to <laughs> go with it and see what sticks to the wall and what works and what doesn't work. Because every child has, you know, they're unique and have their own ways. It's the same thing with uh, young men becoming men um you can you can teach a young man everything you know you can teach him the the bible you can teach him all the rules all the ways he should go and but it's up to him to decide what he wants to do if he wants to go left or right you know if he wants to go down the right road or the wrong road you know so for me uh i grew up fatherless uh but i didn't grow up uh without the mentorship of a man you know mm-hmm. so I saw uh, my grandfather raised me my uncles helped me, but they mentored me. So I have an understanding and a foundation and I was raised in church. So, you know, I have understanding and uh, a love for God. So I wasn't left alone. You know what I'm saying? So there are young men out there who don't have any of that, don't have any support. Um, and that's, those are the ones I'm trying to like reach out to. Um, because I wish I had me when I was their age and, you know, when I was in their stages of life. So, um, yeah, going without a blueprint is it can be tough because it's it's like you you can't learn without making mistakes. Um, I feel like the the best lessons learned are the ones that are taught, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes it hurts. <laughs> like you don't you don't you don't know that you you're not supposed to touch fire unless you touch fire and then you realize oh that fire is hot right. <laughs> that hurts. You can tell someone fire hurts, but they won't know until they touch it, right? So. Um, that's what it was like, you know, growing up and trying to understand manhood. And, um, oh, yeah, Pop-Pop. That's that's why I call my grandfather. <laughs> so Love the Mine was just yeah. granddaddy. But um, what, what was so funny, I don't know how it is. Church kids, we always find each other. I don't know what it is. If it's like a gravitational pool. I'm a PK, a yeah. preacher's daughter, minister's daughter. It's just weird how church kids always find each other. But I think it's dope how just despite that you did have other men in your life to guide you along the way. And I think other people, even myself, we can all say that, you know, usually there is someone, some people don't, but the fact that you had that, because a lot of men, particularly our community, end up going down different paths in their lives because they don't have that leadership or their guidance. So with that being said, how did you, even with them, we're able to stay on this path versus venturing off, you know, because um, it happens, especially for men in our community. I just knew I wanted to have a good life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been through some bad times in my life and, and I've been around some bad people. And I always saw that 
the results ended bad. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, I don't want to end up in jail or in the grave. I don't want to end up, you know, disappointing my loved ones or people hate me. Right. And that's that's what I was surrounded by. So when you're in those cases, most times you always have the one person like, yo, I just don't want to be like that. Right. Like, I actually want to have a fun life and, and, and a good life. So I was that guy. So um, I realized in order to get to my goal, I have to stay on course. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I realized that, you know, seeing people go through success like my mentors, like my grandfather, my pop-pop and my uncles, um, that I want to be there too one day. And I also saw the other side that I didn't want to be. So I was just like, you know what, let me go the right route. You know, let me, let me try my best to, you know, do right and do good, you know? And, um, and just took it from there. Like who wants to live a stressful life? (laughs) Like I've never been a person that wants stress. Like makes me itch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's life is already bringing enough, um, yeah. you know, to us. I think the Bible says that um, a man is born a few days and he's full of trouble already. So it's like, why would you add on to the trouble that's already, you know, going to be allotted to you throughout your life? So I totally get that. Um, a lot of times, um, going through those things, you get, you know, as a man, you get frustrated. You know, things become hard. You have um, these moments in life. Um, the book years ago was at Men from Mars, Women are from Venus, and it talks about how men and women process things. So for you, um, I will say that some men, not you, but some men, when they go through those um, hard moments in life, they become abrasive or short or very disconnected or distant. So as a man dealing with adversity, how do you feel like you do that? How should men handle those moments in life and not make the woman feel un, um, unsafe emotionally or feel like you're unapproachable or like she's not working on eggshells. Like she still feels included, you know, throughout, you know, whatever you're going through in your life. Right. And so one of the uh, symptoms of having a lack of mentorship or, you know, someone just being there for you, or a man being there for you and showing you the way is you don't have anyone to teach you how to handle stress. Mm-hmm. how to handle how to handle tough times. So the first thing, you know, a lot of these men, especially our black men do, is that they go out into the streets and they lash out their uh, adversities and their stresses, you know, onto people, you know, that they see out here, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see a lot of our men in jail or in trouble. They don't know how to handle this stress that the, that's going on inside of them. Right. Also, they believe that, you know, uh, showing how they feel or expressing how they feel is a sign of weakness. Uh <laughs> Like, um, I always say, never tell a man not to cry and that, that crying is for girls. That is one of the most idiotic things you can do because now you're instilling in him that crying is a sign of weakness, right? So now he doesn't want to go to therapy. He doesn't want to tell nobody about, you know, how he feels inside. So when it comes to relationships, um, with the same mentality that goes on in these streets, they, they take out their advert, their, their stresses on the person closest to him, which is their their wife or their girlfriend mm. or, you know, the, the people they live with, their children even, you know, so their household. So uh, the number one symptom of, of these things is just men not understanding how to uh, utilize an outlet, how to express themselves without feeling like they're weaker now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all a mental a, a mindset, you know. So um, that's one thing that has to be, you know, rectified before a man can learn how to treat his lady. Mm-hmm. In, in tough times. Right. So, okay. Right. I know sometimes um, in relationships, 
the woman will be like, you know, babe, what's wrong? He's like, nothing. And she knows, you know, we're built with, you know, this amazing intuition God has given us. So we know something's up. But when you shut down, then she feels like, well, is it me? Why is he not talking to me? Because we're the opposite. If something's bothering us, we'll talk our way, you know, out of it versus the man will go inward. So how how should women and men kind of navigate that space when he's not even in the space to open up? Should she kind of give him a moment to kind of figure it out and then let him come out and just talk about it? Or how does that work? So I feel like there there isn't a one fit all answer because it depends on your man, right? Mm-hmm. It depends on who you're dealing with. Um, I feel like if you're in a relationship with a man, you should have some kind of uh, understanding of how he acts and reacts to certain uh, situations. Um, but one overall mentality that I think women should have when it comes to those situations is that they should um, give them space if it's needed. But there's also men that need attention, that need that. Um, Can you kind of unpack that a little bit? Yeah. So, so. All right. So I got to admit, all right. I was I was like this in the past. Right. I'm a Leo. I don't know if that matters to y'all, but uh, like I need I need attention from my lady. Like I need attention from the woman who I care about the most, my loved one. So. I also had a, a problem with expressing myself as well. So what I used to do, the immature seals used to do was if I was going through something, I would make hints and I would throw them out there in front of her, hoping that she caught it. And if she didn't, I would be upset, <laughs> but I would never tell her like how I really felt because I didn't understand communication is the key to all success. But now I do, but that's what a lot of men do. Right. So they need attention. They, they need you to understand them. Like they need you to read their mind. That is not the way to go. <laughs> So if you have a problem, you have to express yourself to your partner. And that's another thing I need to uh, emphasize on. Your woman is your partner. She's not She's not uh, a, a co-worker or an adversary. She's your partner. Y'all doing this together. So how can you gain success in a, in a, a relationship if you don't include the other half of your relationship? Mm. Right. So you have to have communication with your with your woman. Otherwise, she, she can't read minds. And even if and even if she could, you need to be the one to 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 put things together, because if she's going through things, she expects the same from you. Mm-hmm. You know, so emphasis on partnership. You got to do this thing together. Right. Like, how do you feel about that? I agree. I think um, temperament is important. Um, and that comes with communicating. Um, I have a saying, I believe that dating is gathering of data. And I think sometimes people get so caught up on the aesthetics. Like, oh, he's fine. She's cute. Whatever. Yes, you do want to be attracted to that person you're considering um, getting into a relationship with. But my take on it is, okay, you fine. Next. Like, let's put that on the shelf. I want to get to know you. I want to know your integrity. I want to know how do you operate as a man, not just around me, but in the community? Like, are you respected? Are you a man of your word? Are you honest? What does your relationship with God look like? Do you have a prayer life? How do you handle yourself at work in in stressful situations? Are you going to maintain your integrity? Are you going to cut corners? You know, I I look at those things. Uh, Are you selfish? Are you stingy? Are you a good listener? Are you have a good sense of humor? Are you responsible? Do you have goals? There's so many other things to me that packages 
what a man is, you know. Um, are you an encourager? Because if I'm having a moment, you know, are you going to be like, well, I don't know what you're going to do. Are you going to, hey, let's talk about it and work it out. So I think for me, and, and I'm naturally a talker, not like chatty, but I like to communicate. I want to know if you're okay, how you're doing, how your day went. If I kind of notice if you come through the door and you're in the mood, I'll give you a moment, you know, because you need to decompress as well. I'll give you some time to do that. And I may be somewhere else, but I will greet you when you come in the house. And that's a whole nother philosophy I have on that. Because I think a lot of women, you know, your man is coming home. You're on the phone, girl, yeah, like, hello, it's a whole person right here. Like, let me, he's coming home. He's coming to the door. Girl, I'll hit you back. And he's, you don't know what he dealt with. So when you, I feel like the woman sets the tone. So when he comes in the door, you know, you're you're the game changer for him. Like it reminds him why he does what he does. So that's a whole nother probably episode on that. But I, I just agree. feel like in totality, totality, I just feel like the woman and the man, um, there should be some balance. But I do agree, yeah. like you should communicate, you know, moods. Like I'm not a morning person. Maybe I'm a little groggy in the part, you know, in the morning, yeah. or I need a minute to wake up, or maybe I'm a night owl, you know, and I work late, you know. And you know, work later at night. So you just have to kind of find each other's niche. There's no perfect answer, but just kind of meet each other halfway. And I feel like in a relationship, how can you love me if you don't like me as a person? And when you're looking at fidelity and things like that, as far as what you're gonna put in jeopardy, before you go off and do that, it's not it's bigger than you losing me as your girlfriend or your wife. Think about you're losing your probably your BFF. So can you take not me not being your life, but can you take also losing me as your friend and everything that comes? Cause I'm a great friend. So can you really process and deal with that? Like, man, if I do X, Y, Z that could hurt her and push out the door, I'm losing her and her friendship. And I yeah, think, the whole package. yeah. And I think it goes beyond, well, you know, we broke up, but no, you're losing a friend. So you have mm-hmm. to look at that too. And that's just, Kind of how I look at it. Yeah, and having your anger over, you know, overrule your actions will make you lose a lot of good things. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. when you have dis- disagreements, it's not even that. Sometimes it's tied to something bigger that was not resolved previously, yep. and that wasn't addressed. So I feel like again, communication is super important because when you communicate, you know, we you know I was kind of feeling well, and it could have been they weren't even thinking like that because the way you interpreted it maybe yeah. you were interpreting it out of a emotional trigger from a previous relationship so now yeah. all of a sudden because keisha did this to me camille's doing that well camille's mind wasn't even there so now you have to look at your perspective like well maybe i interpret it wrong and that's where the communication comes so right totally agree spot on <laughs> so yeah um Ooh, that was a whole like little little sidebar. Yeah, you gotta drink some water, girl. <laughs> that was good though, but I like it. So I guess that ties into what I was gonna go with next. What events that shapes a man's ideals about relationships? Like, what what are things that could happen in a man's past that could mold how he views a relationship or how he maneuvers in a relationship? Uh, number one, heartbreaks. <laughs> especially for men who have egos or um, uh, live a lifestyle led by ego. The first time he gets rejected or the first time he gets gets his heart broken, that can literally set a crack that will spread for the rest of his life until he confronts it. Right. So what I mean by that, um, 
say for instance, you know, a young a teenager or a young man in college, he gets his first heartbreak and um, now he loses all trust in women. And mind you, most men, we, they, you know, most men don't believe in therapy. They don't believe in expressing themselves. So now they're, they're trying to uh, handle this internalized anger and frustration and they just let it continue. This, this cycle continue of just being mad at women for the rest of their lives. And that's why you see a lot of these, these bitter men online and offline in real life. Going savage. Like they out here just no. like going for theirs. And I'm like, who hurt you? No. Like, really? Like literally who hurt you? And how do you want to talk about this? Because you need someone to talk about. Like you need someone to talk to about this because why are you so mad at all women? Like, <laughs> I don't understand that. And it goes for other, it goes for women too who yeah. are mad at all men. Yeah. And I have to say that a lot on my YouTube channel, like, yo, not all men are like, are like what you're saying. And there are still good men. black men out here. I want to say that like, good black men exist. Not all black it, men are dogs. I just had to say I, that. But when I say it, it's like, I got three heads on my shoulders. Like, <laughs> y'all really think the whole world is full of just bad people. Bad women and men. Like, I'm trying to tell y'all, I am I am that guy. So it's like, and it's a lot more of me. I was raised by these men. So I, I you know what I'm saying? So, oh, but anyway, yes. So What? You had a wife face? <laughs> yo, because it, it's really frustrating to see. Like, if you even go online and you search for um, just anything about, you know, uh, the relationship between men and women. I bet you the first 19 results out of the first 20 is going to be about negative, something negative. Like, why you got cheated on? Why she doesn't like you? Or why they broke up with you? There is nothing positive about the relationship between men and women because, of course, negativity is popular. People want to see negativity. So it's just really frustrating to see, you know? Um, what do you think about that? See, because I agree. Ooh. I mean, my thing is, first yeah. of all, I, I said what I said. I said it loud enough for the people in the back. There are still good black men out there. I refuse to, and I'm not knocking people that make other choices, but for me in my house, <laughs> there. <laughs> take it to the Bible. Listen, for me in my yeah. house, there are still good black men out there, and I've had my heart broken, but I just refuse to throw away an entire demographic because of a couple of knuckleheads. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And maybe at the time I was choosing not out of a good place because maybe my, my chooser was wrong, you know? And that's why I had to go somewhere, sit down and and look at myself and think, Mm -hmm. well, what role did I have that I was choosing the wrong men? And then once doing some soul search and some therapy, I'm going, aha. So now that, you know, the eyes are clear, I'm like, you know, we got a blueprint. So I'm like, okay. And at this point, I'm not, you know, out here lurking and searching. But I feel like when God introduces me to that person, we cross paths. Maybe I already know him. I don't know. But whatever it is, I'm operating out of a different space. Because when you can choose out of a place of strength and wholeness, your perspective is different. When you're choosing because you're lonely, you're broken, you're in a place of, um, what's the saying? The way to get over a bad one is to get under whatever crazy oh, like hated. all of that mess. Hated it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you're not doing some old rebound crap and just doing it out of a place of genuineness and wholeness. Yeah. 
you can choose and see your discernment is more fine-tuned for me. And so I had someone a few weeks ago walk up to me, ask me for lunch, and we chit-chatted, and he's talking, and my spirit was like, mm, mm-mm. Listen to it. <laughs> no. Listen to it. No. <laughs> and I was, you know, no thank you. And it wasn't <laughs> that, you know, I was being bougie or whatever, but there was too many bells and whistles. And he was a handsome yeah. guy, but I think a lot of women excuse all the bells and whistles because they're looking at the packaging. And I say all the time yeah. that we get so caught up in the package, we fail to inspect the content. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Speak Her Podcast. Be sure to follow Camille on Instagram at Camille.essic, Facebook at the Speak Her Podcast, or www.camilleessick.com.